And as gas prices continue to soar right across the country, the hurt, well, it is long from over. Experts are predicting today, how about this, even more increases are on the way in the coming weeks. Here's Dan McTagg, President of Canadians for Affordable Energy, who joins us now for more. Hey there, Dan, good afternoon. <laughs> yeah, unless you're visiting a gas station. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, first of all, let's just start with uh, kind of the landscape, if we can, here on this uh, Monday. Where are we sitting on average right now across the country? About 209 a litre, 208, 209. Um, it's uh, likely to move up a little higher as uh, some regions of the country haven't quite caught up to the changes that took place in the markets last week. Here I'm thinking the regulated markets, they'll probably move up about five or six cents a litre. Um, some places in Western Canada, although they were expecting a pretty big increase today, it looks like uh, they might actually not see that big increase, but they're still in the near the $2 range. Pretty much right across the country, you're at or near $2 a litre, mostly above $2 a litre. Only exception, Alberta, they got rid of their $0.13 cent, uh, sales tax, and as a result, uh, they're in the uh, high 180s. Is Vancouver still the high water mark? I'm reading here, uh, this is Global oh, yeah. News copy, uh, Vancouver hit, yeah. quote, an eye-watering price of nearly $2.37 a liter. I imagine that's because you look at that and just tears start <laughs> dropping from your eyes. Yeah, you know, your colleague, uh, KW sister station out there, always gets the first uh, crack at uh, whether prices will be going up or down. And uh, Janet Brown and I have a very good rapport going back many years. So they reported that back on Thursday or Friday. And uh, I think a lot of people through it were still in disbelief because the last number uh, record they had was 233.9 back on May the 18th when we here in Toronto were paying uh, 209.9. Both were records, but uh, we've since uh, obviously catapulted it way ahead of that number. And uh, it's likely not today, not tomorrow, uh, not even earlier this week, but by the end of the week and into the end of next week, we'll probably exceed those records again. Yeah, just as a sidebar, can I ask you, it just occurred to me, and I'm sure it does to others yeah. as well, uh, why do we see fluctuating prices from city to city and region to region here in the country? Uh, I mean, the price of oil per barrel is the price, after all. Well, yeah, and there's also the gasoline market, which is really important during the summer, because that's what's in demand as opposed to oil. But uh, the two big factors, uh, Jeff, are obviously difference in taxation. Uh, taxes on the liter of gasoline in Ontario work out about 55 cents a liter in in, uh, in British Columbia. They work out to about 75, 76 cents a liter at 236.9. Uh, much of that due to the what's called the clean fuel standard that they have had in British Columbia for a few years. That's a total of 17 cents a liter. And guess what the federal government is going to begin the process of implementing next month? They don't want to tell anybody about this, by the way, but it's coming in. It won't hit immediately, but over the next several years, you will get up to what BC is paying, which is an additional 17 cents a liter, which honestly, carbon market changes. The second uh, differential uh, is uh, gas stations withholding their retail margin. So, you know, gas stations in Toronto charge about $0.08 cents a litre, that's to cover the cost of running their operations, paying their taxes, paying their staff, and of course, paying for the electricity to turn on the pumps and honour those credit cards, as I mentioned. Uh, these are all factors that uh, go into some differentials. And so I see in some places outside of Toronto and where gas stations uh, you know, don't charge that $0.08 cents a litre. How they make business, uh, how they do well, I guess it must be the beef jerky, or perhaps uh, they're making a lot more selling uh, other products in store. Yeah, it's amazing to see the fluctuation, though. 237, as I mentioned, in Vancouver, 224 uh, a liter in uh, Montreal, uh, around 210 in the uh, GTA. It's uh, 
it's fascinating to uh, watch. And uh, speaking of watching prices, where are we going in the next couple of weeks, uh, Dan? Well, I think we can add another five to seven cents a liter. I think Toronto will see two twenty, two twenty two uh, between now and the end of the month, as we hit July first, the long weekend. Uh, I would expect that uh, that means British Columbia, uh, in particular Vancouver, Victoria, will hit uh, 240, 245. Montreal should be looking at 230, 232. Uh, the Maritimes, a little bit less than that, almost where we are for uh, for Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and for PEI. Newfoundland, not as high as it used to be uh, because they've dropped gas taxes there, 7 cents a litre last week. Uh, but really, there's no comfort for anybody as long as oil and gas remain in very tight supply, we're going to continue to uh, see these high prices remain. Yeah, is that driving this next round of price increases in the next week or two, Dan? It's just simply supply? It is mostly supply. Everyone's going to say, well, it's Russia, it's this, it's that. Look, uh, this, has been, this train has been coming for quite some time. We have said in Canada it's okay to block pipelines, and that's hurt the Canadian dollar badly. Uh, we've said in this country that it's okay to have carbon taxes, and it's only 12.5 cents a litre. Add that to it. Uh, by the way, the, the, the weakness of the Canadian dollar no longer being the petrodollar adds 30 cents a litre of gasoline. And, of course, if you look at uh, other, uh, you know, other factors, uh, governments have increased taxes on fuel. Uh, they've taxed a percentage on that increase. Uh, it really does suggest that if we're going to uh, not just see the Canadian dollar fall as a result of no pipelines, we also can't get the two or three million barrels of oil that uh, Europe could desperately use right now. Now there'd be a lineup of countries taking our oil as opposed to having to, uh, you know, play uh, the blackmail footsies with uh, Vladimir Putin and his deadly regime. So, is there any relief uh, in sight mm-hmm. on the horizon here, Dan, for uh, Canadian uh, drivers and uh, families? Because, as you well know, gas prices, they drive so many things when it comes to our economy and uh, certainly uh, does not help when it comes to higher food prices because that has to be transported, for the most part, uh, food goods uh, by truck, uh, that sort of thing. I don't see anything on the horizon. Uh, yes, you'll see the, yeah, I think the Ford government committed to dropping it five, six cents a liter with the HST. But this is really a call for the federal government, the federal liberal members of parliament. By the way, I pulled no punches. As you know, I was a liberal MP for 18 years. But they want these prices to go up. And talk about not reading the room. They want to increase by imposing that second carbon tax, the clean fuel standard, next month. I think it's really important that your listeners start picking up the phone to their federal liberal members of parliament and their friends in the NDP because that, the government is being propped up by, these, uh, by them. Uh, and uh, tell them that their time may be nasty, brutish, and short if they're not prepared to finally recognize that there's something they can do. The federal and provincial governments are making a lot of money on the HST. Uh, if we've seen an increase year over year of 85, 90 cents a liter, that's about $4 billion bucks to the province. That's about another $5.5 billion across the country to the federal government. That's not their money. They should be rebating it or finding a way to get it back to Canadians. The malarkey that somehow oil companies will take it if they drop it at the uh, at the point of sale is nonsense. In Alberta, they dropped it 13 cents a liter. That was passed on within 48 hours. Yeah. Is it your belief? Because uh, I've seen a lot of that talk uh, online and uh, elsewhere that uh, people believe everybody is kind of winning here by these high gas prices. But the uh, consumer, as you mentioned, uh, taxes, uh, they increase, uh, government coffers uh, fill up. And of course, uh, oil producing uh, nations, they make more money. Yeah, look, if if the policy is to get people to stop driving their vehicles, you're going to do more than that. You're at the point now where you're not only not able to make that decision to stop their vehicles, you're going to cause the economy to go into a complete freefall. 
And I, you know, whether we like it or not, whether, you know, we accept a narrative of the past 10, 15 years that we can divest, that we can choke off, that we can do all these wonderful things. At the end of all of this, the reality is that world demand for oil is going up. The question is, do we want Canada to be producing it, sending it out, getting it to markets, or do we want Russia, Venezuela, Iran, Saudi Arabia, and the likes, uh, you know, serving as an alternative? And frankly, they're not interested in helping us either. We we have to do this on our own. We're in energy independent. We have the third largest provable reserves in this country. It is an absolute outrage, and it's disgusting that we in this country have got our minds so seriously you know, stuck in the sand on the one issue of climate. I know that's important, but not to the exclusion of everything else. You're destroying the economy. You're destroying the affordability of Canadians, and it's uh, it's it's time that uh, people start picking up their phones and talking to their federal liberal members of parliament, especially here in Toronto, because that's where the government has got its greatest amount of support, and tell them this is wrong. Dan McTagg, President of Canadians for Affordable Energy. I was going to ask you, Dan, do you have the number for the President of Canadians for Unaffordable Energy? Because that's <laughs> where we're at. <laughs> Jeff, you and I may be starting a new company. Okay. <laughs> Dan, appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much. As well. Take care. Good afternoon, Jeff. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.